Welcome back to the Time to Be Real podcast with me, your host, for another lovely episode on the potty. I seriously can't stop saying that term. Arlo, he really wants out, but I've locked him in here while I record the episode because he likes to climb on furniture and he's been making holes in the furniture, so he's stuck with me. But I hate it because his litter box is in here for the time being and he just took a shit and it stinks. I believe that's everything. Let's just get into the topic because as you know, it's on religion crisis. And the reason why I really have been wanting to talk about this, like literally since day one of starting this podcast, is because it's so prevalent in young adult lives And I just want to preface before I begin, I don't have any strong feelings against any religion. And this is in no way trying to promote leaving your religion. It's simply about just my experience with it and how to cope with it if you are experiencing this. And just a better understanding of what a religion crisis is. So I invite you to continue this episode with an open mind. That's all. So first, let's begin by discussing what is it? What is a religion crisis? So honestly, when I was trying to find a definition, there really wasn't a lot there. There wasn't hardly anything. (laughs) There were like two articles. But here's what I would define as. It's basically a point in life where you begin to question everything about your religion or spirituality. It feels like you've just woken up and everything you've known and believed for so long is suddenly put into question. You doubt what you've previously known and believed to be true. And this inevitably leads you into an existential crisis with anxiety around what your purpose is, where you came from, and where you're going after life and what the meaning of life is. And obviously, not everyone experiences a religious crisis. Lots of people follow a religion their entire lives. But I think it's beneficial to address it for those who have experienced this or who are. So that is what it is defined as. Now, this is where I want to kind of tell my experience with it so you can get a little bit more understanding of what it looks like in a person's life and how it feels to experience this. As a little bit of background, I grew up in the LDS church. All my life, I followed this belief system. Now, there was a period of time that I moved out for a summer when I was 18 And I think this is a very significant part of my story. And this is kind of when things started to change a little bit. So I got to move out with my best friend and my sister just for a couple months. And I think once I was on my own, I realized I was able to make my own decisions. So during that time, I I didn't really go to church. I didn't really focus on it, on my spirituality as much. I was having too much fun doing my own thing, partying it up. I like to think of this as my rebellious emo era because I had like black hair and I started getting my tattoos at that point and (laughs) had no parents. So I was like, rebel, 
came a point where I felt very alone. I was excited to move out, but I think that died pretty quickly. And I just started to feel this sense of loneliness. I was hopeless and I, I didn't know where else to turn to. I turned to what I knew in the past that would bring me comfort. It was to pray and to talk to God. I was really pulled to back home, go back to church and get myself to the temple. I was really pulled to the temple specifically. Long story short, I did end up moving back home and I started going back to church and I got this recommend is what they call it. And it's just a slip of paper that would allow me to enter the temple and, and say that I'm worthy to be there. And for those of you who don't know, the temple is a place you can go once you turn 18, participate in different ceremonies or ordinances is what they call them, that are very sacred and they just reveal certain truths about the church, basically. I mean, there's more, but <laughs> that's the gist of it. <laughs> and they call it going through the temple. And it's a big step in life as a member of the church. And I felt very drawn to do that. So months had passed and I was finally able to go. Not because those like ceremonies are so sacred. I'm just going to respect that and not go into the details of it. But it was really after this specific event that I started experiencing a lot more doubt and a lot more questions came up regarding my faith. And that's how they describe it. I was researching about this. It's usually after a major event in your spiritual journey, whatever you want to call it, that can cause this shift to a religious crisis. And I think that's honestly where it began. And I didn't really vocalize these feelings to anyone. I really kept it to myself because it felt so wrong to feel this way after an experience that's supposed to feel really good and be incredibly life-changing, which it is. It just kind of went the other way for me. <laughs> I really kept it to myself until one day, me and my coworker, we just randomly got on the topic of religion. And I was telling her about how I was feeling. And she had said before that she had recently left her religion. And so I was asking her about it and how like it felt to question something that you've built your entire life and world around. And if it was hard for her and if she felt really lonely and lost. And she basically said, yes, it's, it's very difficult. It's very hard to leave when you decide that you no longer align or believe in religion. Because then it's like, okay, well, what now? Like, what's real now? If that's not real, then what is? It spiraled me into this existential crisis. I felt so confused about my purpose. Life felt meaningless because it's like, why am I even, even living if there's not more to it? You know, like if it's just pointless, like why am I here on this floating planet? All of these deep, important questions are put up in the air and you can't answer them because you just don't know and you, you don't have anything that will give you hope or reassurance. I spiraled into a <laughs> depressive episode for a while. I just felt so like very, very conflicted and lost. Like just imagine 
not having an explanation for why you're here and what you're doing on this planet. Religion is what you build your entire life around, your entire belief system. It's what makes life make sense and it gives you hope. And when that core system is questioned, literally everything else in your life is too. A quote from the article I was reading says, while others on the spiritual path are reveling in their deep insights, you feel suffocated under the weight of an existential crisis. It almost felt like everything I grew up knowing and trusting and believing was all a lie. I'm not saying it is, but that is how it feels. It's like I, I woke up and was like, hold up, hold up. Is this my truth like i don't know how to explain it but like not my truth but is this is this align with my values this is so hard to put into words like i just came to and realized i don't think this is for me i, I hate saying like leave the church because it's so like negative but i didn't stop going like i didn't leave angrily or on bad terms or whatever and a lot of times when people do leave there is a lot of judgment and criticism and anger behind it but that wasn't really the case for me it was just a difference of values i don't know <laughs> anyways luckily i wasn't in that state of depression and deep confusion for too long i did find ways to cope and get through the really hard parts so here are my tips on how to cope with something like this accept what is accept that it's natural to have questions and doubts with literally anything and those questions and doubts might make you feel negatively or uncomfortable and that's okay and that's normal and there isn't a wrong way to feel know that it's okay to have doubts and questions second piece of advice is you have time you don't have to figure everything out and have all the answers today or tomorrow or next month or next year you can take as long as you need to sort this out or have space or whatever you need you have time to discover for yourself what is true you have time to understand your feelings it might feel like a clock is ticking and you don't have the time to sit in this weird limbo but you do have time and allow yourself to have that space three know who you are my biggest fear was worrying where i'll go after life this was a huge one and obviously this is probably the biggest question that arises like if i'll be punished for not following my religion anymore i do not have those answers but one thing i concluded was that i know who i am i am not a bad person nor do I have bad intentions. I know that I am kind, I'm loving, I'm grateful. I am serving a purpose through helping others and trying to be a good sister and friend. And I'm trying my best. And to me, 
it was important to realize that I am not a bad person for having different beliefs. And my religion doesn't define me. I do. My actions do. And my words do. And even though I still don't know what (laughs) happens in the afterlife, I can just have the peace of mind of knowing that I'm going to be on this earth and I'm going to make the most of it and live my life to the fullest and just try to grow as much as I can. Number four, leave it to the universe or God or whoever you believe is guiding you. Leave it up to them. Put your faith in the greater good and trust that you will be taken care of regardless of what you believe in. As long as you are striving to be a good human, trust that all will be well. Because to be completely honest, nobody really knows for certain what happens or where we go when we die. We can read books. We can hear people preach about it. We can pray. But we really do not know the extent of it and the details of it until we actually get there. It can feel very daunting to face these anxieties and it's so easy to get consumed by it. But please, please don't waste your life worrying and just stressing the whole time. Like I mentioned, try to just focus on each moment and living your life to the fullest and just enjoying your time here. I do want to touch on the fact that you may feel a lot of shame with doubting or leaving a religion. Sometimes you have to make choices that don't make sense to others, but are what feels best for you. And not everyone will understand that. So I I would say expect judgments from others, but don't let that stop you from choosing what really feels right for you. I'm not saying leave your religion. I'm not saying that. (laughs) I'm just saying Choose what feels right for you and don't judge other people for choosing what's right for them. Judging people for what they believe in really is just pointless and stupid. So don't do that. (laughs) So this is all just a reminder to never judge someone based on their beliefs. I'm eating blueberries. Sorry. I can't stop. They're so good. I really hope this was like helpful. I hope this wasn't just like leave your religion. That is not what I was going for. If you take it the wrong way, that's not my problem. (laughs) I told you to be (laughs) open-minded. Also, you guys, I watched The Little Mermaid twice last week in theaters and I am going to see it again. I'm going to. Do you think I could go tonight? It's only six o'clock. I'm obsessed. Prince Eric is so scrumdily i'm just like i have the fattest crush bro when he walked out of that water with (laughs) with his shirt like half ripped off (laughs) i'm crushing hard for that man all right well (laughs) thank you for listening to this episode i hope you learned something if not well thanks for listening anyways Well, I hope you have a great rest of your day, rest of your week, babes. You're beautiful. Slay this day.